0: This is Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities, taking a look at the wheat markets for Friday, January 12th. Well, wheat markets at an outside day lower yesterday across all three markets. We've got uh, Kansas City back down to the lows of the last couple weeks. Minneapolis is down to its November low. And Chicago is still more in a sideways type of pattern, even with that outside day lower. Corn was quietly lower, soybeans were back down to the lows that they put in here just a couple days ago. So they've been basing for about three or four days now, but they've not found a lot of buying support here. And of course, today we finally get these crop reports out so we can see what the, the numbers are. The biggest concern I think will be winter wheat plantings. Uh, if, if there's a potential surprise, at least for wheat, it would be the plantings report. In corn and soybeans, we're expecting to see some adjustments of South American numbers. We'll see an increase in Argentine production, at least of soybeans and probably corn. And for Brazil, a drop in soybean production, corn production may be slightly lower as well, but that's not expected to be much of a market mover. So Argentina has been reporting the last couple of days that they're expecting record soybean production. They're in, they've increased their production estimates about 4 million tons over the last couple of months, whereas Brazil has come down about 5 million tons. So it's pretty much being offset, you know, Brazil's losses are being offset by the, the gain in Argentina. We do have other issues going on, of course. We've got the rising tensions in the East, that's uh, way slowing down, traffic through the Suez Canal and the Red Sea, forcing shippers to go around southern Africa. And of course, that takes way more time, more fuel, more labor costs. It just sharply increases the cost of transportation, not just of grain, but all goods. And so that's kind of stoking inflation fears a little bit. It's also going to pressure grain prices because those costs have to be absorbed somewhere, and that'll work its way back up the chain. But that's going to start with the buyers needing to pay less for the grain to compensate for the higher shipping costs. We did see inflation rate. uh, The the report yesterday showed that December CPI was up 3.3%, slightly higher than the trade estimate of 3.2%, and the November rate of 3.1%. I don't know how much of the midi shipping costs are already absorbed into that, but I don't think it's a lot. So there's still some room, I think, for that CPI to bump up just simply on higher shipping costs. We've also got some uh, very cold weather coming down across the U.S. And, and really Europe and the Black Sea as well, but we've talked quite a bit about that here in the United States. We've had one major storm system across the southern, well, central and southern plains, Midwest, and then along the east coast and up to the northeast. This one's going to come down from the north, and it's going to be bitter cold, well below 30 below across the northern plains. And this is coming on in a region that does not have a lot of snow cover. So across Montana, western North Dakota, uh, very little protection for the winter wheat there. This is a significant winter wheat growing area, especially southern, or excuse me, central Montana. So some concerns really starting to ramp up there about potential winter kill. As you get into South Dakota and on south uh, through Kansas, it looks like there should be adequate snow cover to protect the crop. As you get into Oklahoma and Texas, there's no snow cover yet again. And it's going to get cold. It's going to be below freezing in Texas. It's not going to be below zero, so we'll probably be okay. But it does put the wheat crop at risk if it gets colder than what is forecast. It's forecast, you know, the panhandles to be in the single digits. It's forecast to be 18 degrees in Houston, of all places. So it's going to get cold, and it's going to dip way south and then move to the east through the Midwest and off the east coast. So it's going to be a bitter cold snap for the vast majority of the country here over the next few days. Yesterday we had the export sales report for wheat, uh, pretty paltry, 128,000 tons. That was below the low end of the range of estimates from 200 to 500,000 tons. China was reported to take 137,000, but that was switched over from unknown. So they canceled unknown and then Uh, put it over to China. So that's why that number is showing up. Egypt bought 70,000 tons. For corn, our sales were 488,000 tons. That was within the range of estimates from 400 to 1 million. Uh, Colombia took 216,000. Japan, 152,000. Mexico took 121,000. In soybeans, 280,000 tons sold. That was below the low end of uh, 300,000 to 1 million. Japan took 86,000, China 82,000, Spain took 71,000. So not a lot to uh, crow about here in the export sales. We weren't expecting big numbers, and we certainly didn't get them. So not uh, much support coming from the export sales uh, report. And one other thing, the Buenos Aires Grain Exchange put out their weekly crop condition report soybeans at 51% good to excellent is up nine over last week. Plantings are at 93% complete. For corn they're at 36% good to excellent which is down one. Plantings are at 85% complete and wheat harvest is at 94% complete. So kind of a slow slog for wheat harvest uh, gradually getting it in. Normally they're pretty much wrapped up by now and, and obviously they're close to that. So today will be fairly quiet, I'm sure, until the crop reports are released, and that's 10 o'clock Mountain Time. Uh, A lot of numbers coming at us. I would expect the markets to see some volatility, and we'll just have to wait and see what these numbers are before we can move forward. If you have any questions, feel free to call at 1-800-888-9843. This has been Louise Gartner with Spectrum Commodities.